Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. Welcome to season two of the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. In this season, we are going to be walking through a five-week Bible study called How to Prosper, God's Way, and in Any Season, where through studying the life of King Hezekiah, God reveals to us some powerful truths and actionable steps to set us up for spiritual success both now and in the future. Now, for all of the notes and scripture references, don't forget to check out www.soulofworship.com forward slash Hezekiah to instantly download the full five-week Bible study guide for free. Again, that's www.soulofworship.com forward slash H-E-Z-E-K-I-A-H. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Week three, trust that God will provide. Over the last two weeks, we have learned that in order to obtain the same favor and prosperity that was over King Hezekiah's life, we must follow the same critical first steps that he did. Open up our hearts and ask Jesus and the Holy Spirit to repair and cleanse our inner temples so that we can be able to freely offer our worship to the Father and be welcomed directly into his presence. Now that the temple had been restored as a house of prayer and worship, in 2 Chronicles chapter 31, it continues to describe where King Hezekiah next put his focus. Hezekiah puts his trust not in material possessions, but in the Lord and commands the people to do the same. Let's read 2 Chronicles chapter 31 verses 3 through 5. And the word says, The king also appointed a portion of his possessions for the burnt offerings, for the morning and evening burnt offerings, the burnt offerings for the Sabbaths and the new moons and the set feast, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Moreover, he commanded the people who dwelt in Jerusalem to contribute support for the priests and the Levites that they might devote themselves to the law of the Lord. As soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruits of grain and wine oil and honey, and of all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundantly the tithe of everything. Again, leading by example, Hezekiah first takes of his own possessions and gives them to the priests and Levites in order to keep the worship flowing in the house of God on a daily basis. He then commands the people to do the same. He encourages them to bring their tithe so that the priests and Levites could devote themselves to serving the temple. The people respond as soon as they heard the commandment and they gave abundantly. 
So let's keep reading verses 7 through 10. It says, in the third month, they began laying them in heaps, and they finished in the seventh month. And when Hezekiah and the leaders came and saw the heaps, they blessed the Lord and his people, Israel. The Hezekiah, then Hezekiah questioned the priests and the Levites concerning the heaps. And Azariah, the chief priest from the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty left. For the Lord has blessed his people. And what is left is this great abundance. Not only did the temple have everything it needed to continue to operate daily worship, but they had an overabundance of provision. They had heaps of provision, and it took them four months to organize all of those heaps of provision. When Hezekiah saw these heaps, he was rejoicing at all that had been brought into the house of the Lord, but he also questioned it. He wanted to make sure that they weren't hoarding it or not doing what they were supposed to be doing with it. But the chief priest responds that they have had enough to eat plenty and that what was left was still a great abundance. In other words, once temple worship was restored, once the people were freely bringing their offerings and tithes into the house of God, the Lord released blessings over everyone more than enough. And it reminds me of one of the characteristics of God being that he is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. God reveals himself in scripture as Jehovah Jireh in Genesis chapter 22, when Abraham's faith is tested. This also happens to be the first time that the word worship is used in scripture. As we know how the story goes, God asked Abraham to offer his one and only son as a burnt offering. Abraham, in his obedience, goes with Isaac and says to his men, stay here. We are going up the mountain to worship. Then Isaac questions his father, asking, uh, where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham's response to Isaac is, God will provide. And just as Abraham was about to do the unthinkable and sacrifice his precious son, the angel of the Lord calls out to him from heaven to stop. Instead, God provided a ram caught in a thicket to be offered in Isaac's place. So Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide, or Jehovah Jireh. The angel of the Lord then confirms the covenant he had made with Abraham, reminding him that he would bless him and multiply his descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand on the shore. So to summarize and relate this back to the story of Hezekiah, Abraham was willing to be obedient to the call from God, to worship him with all that he had. And in return, God honors his obedience and provides blessings on top of blessings instead. Listen, God wants to bless us. 
We are meant to not just survive, but thrive in our walks with the Lord. When we hold back what God is asking of us to do, when we idolize and worship anything other than the one true God, we are not allowing the provision of God to overflow in our lives. But on the contrary, when we are obedient, when we do offer true worship, when we do put our complete trust in the Lord in all areas, including our possessions, Jehovah Jireh will show up. God will provide. And not just enough, more than enough. We can expect an overabundance because we can trust God at his word that he is who he says he is. And he says that he is Jehovah Jireh. So now going back to Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 20 and 21 say, Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah. And he did what was good and right and true before the Lord his God. And in every work that he began in the service of the house of God, in the law and in the commandment to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. And so he prospered. So now I want to close out this podcast today with three promises of God's provision that I want you to declare over your life right now. Ready? Number one, when I honor God with my tithe, God promises to open up heaven and provide more than enough for me. Malachi 3.10 says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. The second promise I want you to declare over your life is that when I help others, God honors that as a form of worship and promises to meet all of my needs as well. I will reap what I sow. Philippians 4, 18 and 19 say, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 says, But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully and this third declaration when i have faith in god believe him at his word seek him first and walk uprightly god promises to reward me add everything i might need in this life 
and never withhold good things from me. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And Psalms 84 verse 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Let us move forward in this year by putting our complete trust in God as our provider by honoring him with our possessions, by giving him our tithes and our offerings. And let's test him in this as his word says, and watch as God remains true to his word and responds with abundant blessings and prosperity for those who diligently seek him. And I leave you with Jesus's words that are quoted in John 10.10. He says, I have come that they may have life, and that they may have it more abundantly. All right, that's it for today's episode. Now, don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising. <music>